When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I'm sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change. 
no matter how small. Anna Kant stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Uh, really glad to have you with us. We've got a big show straight ahead. Governor Mike Huckabee will be with us in a few minutes. We'll also check in with... Um, Charmaine Yost, uh, and uh, talk about some major kind of year-end things that she's uh, watching. But we start with our good buddy Papa John from The Papa Johns uh, talking about divided government. It's uh, Kevin McCullough, and we get started right now. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Uh, glad to have you with us. Uh, it's always interesting to uh, to get to the end of a Friday in the Christmas cycle. There's so much going on and uh, so much anticipating about what's going to happen uh, after we flip over the first of the year. In fact, we're kind of in the middle of what I call the two Congresses, uh, the lame duck session that is going to be in effect between now and obviously the end of the year. And then uh, what happens once they uh, swear in the new group uh, in January. And there's been some some pretty um, stark things said by the president that he wants to get accomplished before the end of this year. Uh, will he be able to do it? I don't know, uh, but I'm, I'm certain that he certainly desires to. He's made uh, no qualms about the gun control and a whole number of things. But in the next Congress, there will be a divided, um, split um, Congress. You're going to have uh, Democrats uh, in control of the Senate, if only by one or two votes, uh, maybe just the tiebreaker of the vice president herself. Um, and then beyond that, you're going to have um, Republicans in slightly more control of the House than the Democrats have been for the last couple of years. I think they picked up two additional seats to what the Democrat margin was. But what difference does all that make? Uh, we talked about it on this show that as soon as government falls into kind of stalemate territory, uh, the market certainly seemed to like it. There's a lot more uh, kind of predictability about outcomes of things. And uh, there's this general consensus, at least on the street, that that stagnation uh, of the two houses not being able to run away with an agenda in one direction or the other is kind of a good thing. And the markets kind of level off and then actually some some positive things begin to happen. But my next guest says, well, wait a minute. What if we look at it from a completely different perspective? And he's no stranger to the business community. Uh, John Schneider is uh, the famous uh, Papa John of Papa John's Pizza. And he rejoins us. Uh, and, John, you, you put a, a, a very good pen to paper in Newsmax.com, Divided Government is Opportunity for Small Business, uh, as kind of the preeminent small business that Papa John's is, because you guys really aren't that small anymore. Um, I know that you came from the viewpoint of the guy that, that you know, elbow greased it uh, from, from the get-go. 
What do you like about divided government, and why do you think it is an opportunity for small business? Well, I like the checks and balances. I think the framers did a genius, brilliant job. We put in the three branches to make sure we have checks and balances so that America can be America. I mean, America is America because of the entrepreneurial spirit, the innovator, you know, the small business owner. And when you get out of their way, they'll do their thing and they'll make make America great. Well, in this uh, divided culture, uh, and certainly we, I, I think in the era of Trump and beyond, we've got a, a, a kind of more polarized uh, approach. Actually, that's not fair. That happened before Trump. I'm going to go back to um, f- following Clinton and Bush. We, we, just, we, we just entered a much more divisive uh, kind of atmosphere uh, with the hard left and the hard right wielding more power within their perspective uh, ends of the spectrum. Um, but right now, it, it is very, because of that kind of extremism, it's it's very unlikely that I, that I think we're ever going to see like anything more than a fifty one forty nine government much uh, anymore in the years to come. So what is the solution? If somebody can stop everything that's coming through, how does a party that's in control get an agenda across? Well, you can go back to 1799 and 1800 at the turn of the 18th century, and Jefferson and Adams were wailing on each other. So... This is the one thing that upset George Washington was the two-party political system, but that's kind of what we're uh, what we have and what we've been stuck with. But the the key to small business is getting out of the way. There's two things happening with small business that I think are detrimental. One is this inflationary issue, causing costs to go up so rapidly with commodities, uh, fuel, cheese, dairy, uh, labor, and that's problematic because you, you can't raise your prices uh, fast enough to cover the cost. And if you raise it too fast, you, you lose customer counts. Right. The other thing is the mindset. The thing that, um, you know, Reagan had, even Clinton to a certain degree, uh, of course, Trump uh, to the nth degree was they were pro-business. And it's that mindset that I think starts at the top. I think there was 435 new rules last uh, year that added 190 million hours of paperwork to the small business owner. Mm. The small business owner simply doesn't have that kind of uh, scale to afford uh, excess uh, administrative costs, excess overhead. They're too busy, um, you know, making hamburgers or uh, driving a car or, um, you know, making pizza or doing whatever they do to have all this administrative burden. So we need to get rid of some of the regulation and we need to get rid of some of the oversight. And we really need a pro-business, pro small business uh, mindset entrepreneurship, and that'll put America back on its feet. You're right about the, the, the hundreds of new rules in just the first year of the Biden administration, and that was building on what his predecessor, not Trump, but Obama had done in his years, more than 2,800 regulations on small business over the two terms. And uh, Trump did what he could to repeal a lot of those, but the Biden people brought them back. And I'm, I guess... I'm kind of befuddled by that, John, because if if we are the country of the entrepreneur, and I think that you, you can't argue that anything else has made the American economy what it is except small business and people taking a chance on a, on a dream. I, I think that that's proven every day, particularly here in New York. You see all the bodegas, all the shop owners, all the people that said, hey, I want to try to I want to try to make it in this, uh, you know, in this crazy city of New York uh, where I live. Um, and kind of the adage is, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. There's some truth to that. But the government seems to, in the last couple of years, take great delight in trying to make it as difficult for that small business owner as possible. But they do it under the label and under the banner of trying to hold big, big business accountable. 
if we if we can't get some sort of like honest truth telling about what's going on, how can we fix it? The left's ideology, especially the left elite, all about control. And a a small business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, you're not going to teach that person or tell that person what to think or how to think. The left ideology, they want to teach you what to think. They don't want to teach you how to think. They want to rob the uh, Americans and uh, the electorate of their independent critical judgment, their ability to think out of the box. And this administration, along with the Obama administration, understood that small business owners are independent critical thinkers. And so, um, you know, people that can't control themselves try to control everybody else. And the left, whether it's mask or restrictions or overregulation, uh, their motto is control, control, control. They're not control freaks. They're out of control freaks. And uh, that mindset to try to rob the independent critical judgment from the entrepreneur is uh, the worst thing that, you can, that can happen to America. So it just comes along with their ideology. They want to control you, like China, communism with the, the mask and some of the other restrictions and lockdown. That's government's way of controlling the people versus letting the free markets and the the free enterprise, freedom of speech, uh, you know, do what it does, and that is what's made this country the greatest country in the world. Yeah. Uh, we're speaking with Papa John Schnatter, uh, and the uh, I'm, always, I'm always thrilled to talk to you, uh, John, because as a college student, uh, one of my favorite things was on Fridays to, to order Papa John's and to dip that crust into that garlic butter sauce. And uh, you're, not, you're not willing to give us the recipe for that on the air today, are you? I'm just, I'm, I'm asking, I'm begging, please. <laughs> We've been doing that since Dad Tavern in 1984, but really the recipe is quite simple. It's uh, a little margin, a little uh, salt, a little garlic, uh, a little garlic and salt. Oh, That's man. Kind of, it's it, a simple recipe. It made many a college night for me uh, unforgettable and uh, added a few pounds to my frame over the years as well. But, uh, John, we appreciate your article in Newsmax. I'm going to tell everybody to go read it. Uh, Divided government is opportunity for small business. And he has some very practical suggestions there about lowering taxes and pursuing common sense solutions, which, of course, is what we need more of in uh, government today. John, thank you so much for being with us. All right, Kevin. Thank you. you Have got a great day. It. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. All right. Welcome back, Kevin McCullough. I'm so glad to have you with us. And I'm so thankful that so many of you, dozens and dozens, hundreds over the last several years, join with us each year to give uh, a holiday present, a gift for the rest of their life like they will never get. And who is the they? Uh, These uh, former slaves that are being liberated in northern Sudan and being returned to their homeland in South Sudan with with what's called a bag of hope that basically launches a whole new life. There's food. There's seed for a coming season that they can plant and grow more food. There's uh, utensils for for fishing and cooking and planting. There's things to help protect them from the weather. Um, and they're, uh, uh, my favorite part, they get a little, um, uh, goat and they get to a little she goat and they get to make more goats with that she goat and it gives them a little bit of income in the process of that. That's what you give when you give the simple gift of $250. And if, if you can't give it all in one, 
fell swoop, you can break it up into two payments of 125 or five of 50 or whatever you need to do. But uh, go to bringherhome.org to do that, bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. Rob Davis, the uh, U.S. Operations Executive Director for CSI is back. And uh, Rob, you're always loaded with stories. And we've just, it's important for people to know, 300 slaves were just liberated. I mean, they just within the last uh, few days uh, received their liberation. Some of you that gave earlier this year contributed to that. So thank you for making some of these stories possible. But give us a kind of a, a bird's eye glimpse of one of these lives that we've helped. Her name is uh, Atok Bolgang, uh, 30 years old, and she was captured when she was a little child. You know, this is somebody who's been enslaved for probably 24 to 27 years. Uh, we don't have an exact capture date, but we know she's 30 now. I was captured as a young child. She was with her mother and father and siblings, and uh, her parents were farmers. Her mother was in the forest collecting wild fruits and things for dinner, and uh, Arabs attacked her village. They came and found her hiding in the woods. They came and found another couple of people who were hiding as well and rounded them up. And two of, uh, two of her fellow captors were uh, resistant, and so the, uh, the soldiers just shot them dead right in front of her. Imagine seeing that as a five- or six-year-old child. They were beaten. Arabs tied her hands with ropes and dragged her, uh, even when she was tired, uh, north to where they lived. Uh, she says that she was raped by three Arabs, but she was afraid to refuse because they would kill her. Her Arab master had her taking care of the uh, children of his three wives, and she continued to be uh, sexually abused. Um, she worked and washed clothes, cleans the house. Her master also decided that she was going to uh, undergo uh, female genital mutilation. She says that she thanks God that she was brought back to South Sudan. Many mm-hmm. bad things had happened to me in slavery. They will never happen again. I am free. I am so thankful. And as you said, Kevin, uh, she just fears for those who are still enslaved. Go to bring her home because we're bringing those slaves home. We're bringing those women home to their family. Bring her home dot org bring her home dot org and you can liberate uh someone who really didn't think that she was ever going to be liberated uh and and that's one of the things that blows my mind uh these women have lived more or less in in the worst state of ptsd or mental trauma or whatever you want to call it for the majority of their life and yet when they are liberated the amount of gratitude, the amount of uh, concern for the others that are left behind. It is truly an inspiring thing to see the strength that these women have within them, uh, even after so much abuse that they've endured. 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, uh, or go online to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Ding dong, ding dong, that is the song with joyful ring everything one seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere filling the air Da-da-da-ray, while people sing songs of good cheer christmas is here merry 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 christmas merry 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 christmas breaking news as it happens you're listening to kevin mccullough radio so glad to have you with us on this friday edition uh you probably haven't given much thought to it but you know there's Alarming statistics across the board about what's happening with um, pastors and with uh, young people uh, and with and with uh, churches even struggling to hold on in different parts of the country. And in the Northeast, we have our own share of unique circumstances. Uh, you have probably a greater 
uh, concentration of talent in many, many fields from finance to creative to you name it. Um, and you have higher financial pressures than just about anywhere else in the country. Maybe maybe in California, in the San Francisco area, it's comparable. But I, I think New York Tri-State is still probably the most expensive place to live. And to have a faithful witness and to have faithful encouragement is something that people are constantly looking to the church to provide. Well, what difference does any of it make? Well, for a little bit of clarification on this, let's turn to Dave Gustafson, who is the senior pastor at Jacksonville Chapel, uh, Lincoln Park, New Jersey. If you if you oftentimes are in northern New Jersey, you'll just hear it referred to as the chapel. Uh, but uh, people know uh, it very, very well, and he's been there for a couple of decades. Dave, it's good to have you on the radio. Thanks for being here. Hey, great to be here, Kevin. Thanks for having me. What's something unique that you face as a pastor in North Jersey that people may not know? Because we have a lot of pastors and churches that are listening that that may be uh, more urban central. They may be more, you know, centrifugally focused on uh, the issues of the city. But our outlying areas have are as teemingly thronged with people as the city is. What are some of the unique challenges about where Jacksonville Chapel's at? Oh man, where do you start? I mean, I think every church has uh, you know has its unique challenges in every area. Um, I think churches that are in general that are on the coasts whether it's the West Coast or Coast, um, the, the secularization that we see in our culture, is we're just a little ahead of, of, of that curve, and that's not sure. necessarily a good thing. But, uh, you know, if you look at what's happened in Western Europe and the kind of the turn away from God, I think we're experiencing that, um, you know, here in this area, Northeast specifically, even, even more than uh, a lot of areas of the country. So the need is great. Yeah. Well, Jim Simula wrote a book a couple, two or three years ago, and he noted in it that the pastors were leaving the ministry at just an obscene rate. I could, I don't remember the exact number, but it was something like 1500 a month in the United States. And part of it is burnout and part of it is the kind of, um, not, an, you know, not being able to provide for their families, et cetera. There's lots of different uh, reasons. But um, you've been at Jacksonville for a while, and you're going to start being on the radio with us this coming Monday here in New York proper. If you're listening anywhere else in the country, you can listen on am570themission.com, weeknights, 6.30 p.m., um, and uh, we're going we're gonna to enjoy uh, Pastor Dave's uh, observations there. But um, what do you think is key or strategic in light of what you just said about what the Northeast is facing and how the local church can impact it? Yeah, you know, I think uh, the main thing, no matter what, no matter what's going on in culture, I think people need to see a living represent uh, representation of Jesus. Hmm. And so uh, that's actually why you know we're titling uh, the program that we're doing more like Jesus because yeah. um, that that never changes. And I think especially today with the uh, with the division in our country, with the angry discourse on social media. And I think what people just need to see more than anything is not just good teaching, but they need to see church communities that are uh, radically living out Christ-likeness. And that's sacrificial, and it's generous, uh, and it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do it. But, man, the world needs that more more than it ever has. 
Certainly. Um, more like Jesus uh, coming to the WMCA airwaves and online uh, Monday night, 630 Eastern, uh, to check that out, uh, am570themission.com, if you're listening online or tune in or wherever else you may uh, listen to your radio. People, A lot of people listen to the radio, just not on radios anymore. Uh, so uh, wherever you stream <laughs> it from, uh, get it uh, through there. Um, Dave, let me ask you about the potential for the church as a community in the tri-state from where you sit to have an impact on the 20 million people that live here. Because within the sound of this radio signal, there are uh, in excess of 8,000 churches. You know, every year we we try to honor uh, pastors with our annual pastors event here with Salem, New York. Uh, We've had more than 1,100 the last two times we've held that event. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of community here that identifies with Jesus, wants to be his hands, eyes, feet uh, in the uh, world around them. Um, but what's kind of the unique ability for Christians to do so in such a hard and difficult place to live? And I, and I, I don't, that's not original phrase with me. I've talked to pastors that have said it is so hard to do ministry uh, here in the Northeast. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I think it is relative to some other places. Uh, like I said, um, the, the secularization is a little more advanced here than some other areas. Um, there's just a, uh, there's, there's somewhat of a hardening of, people's um people's hearts toward the truth and so that's that's tough and i think what we've just been through the last couple of years with the pandemic and all the political division that went along with that we've seen sure. you know some people pull out of churches um we've seen some people shift either to other churches or no church at all that's discouraging for pastors and uh you know in some ways pastors have just felt sort of beleaguered by all the rapid change um so, you know, that's been that's been tough. I, I think, you know, you mentioned all the churches that are in this area. Man, we need each other. I know that, um, you know, we're we're uh, we're a larger church, um, not as large as some. But sometimes people in larger churches especially don't think they think we, we're fine. We don't need any, anything else. But even in my church context, we just need to we need to intentionally fellowship as pastors. Uh, we need to support each other. We need to have friends in other churches that we know, that we pray for, that we get together with. That's just so valuable now, I think, more than it ever has been. Yeah. So people are going to tune in on Monday. Um, Dave, what are they going to experience, and what do you hope they get from More Like Jesus uh, Monday night at 630? Yeah, I'm so excited about that, and uh, just appreciate the opportunity to, to work with you guys. Um, so uh, we're going to actually, with a series that I did recently, um, that's from the book Perps, and uh, it's called it's called Fountain of Life, and um, it's going to look at the timeless wisdom of the Proverbs, and I and I think what I, I love about Proverbs is you know everybody knows Proverbs lowercase p you know uh, you know the early bird catches the worm and you know we've got a million Proverbs in our in our uh, language, but the biblical Proverbs are Holy Spirit inspired. They are, um, I believe, all of Scripture is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And so even the Proverbs, you know, He is the one, Jesus is the one who lived them out perfectly. It's His power we need in order for us to live them out. And so, man, we're going to walk through some of those key wisdom principles, what they look like in real life. Um, I'm a very applicational preacher. I'm a storyteller. So we're going to look at what they look like uh, when we, we live into these Proverbs. 
but always remind each other that it's only by the power of Christ uh, that we pull that off. So yeah. I'm just excited to get started. Well, we're excited to have you. So welcome aboard, and uh, hopefully uh, we get to fellowship in person soon. Appreciate your faithfulness uh, in North Jersey for the 20-plus years that you've been there, and thanks for being with us today. My pleasure. God bless. There he goes. Dave Gustafson, pastor and teacher on More Like Jesus, uh, coming up Monday night at 630. And again, here in the area, you can get it on AM 570 or 102.3 FM, The Mission. Uh, But if you're listening anywhere else, you can go online uh, to am570themission.com. Gavin McCullough, coming right back. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000 thousandblanketsmovie.com Wait a minute, wait a minute We three kings of Orientar Bearing gifts We travel so far Field and fountain More and mountain Following yonder star Obliterating confusion Amplifying truth And pursuing clarity It's Kevin McCullough Radio. 
Remember 20 years ago, people were talking about paint chips and saying the fact that, you know, when kids ate paint chips back in the day, uh, it brains up. And they thought that when we got the lead out of the paint, it actually affected crime 20 years later because people who had paint chips in their brain were like committing crimes when they grew up. I mean, it's probably true. So, okay, we got rid of the paint chips, but now we have TikTok brain. <laughs> no, which, <laughs> and no one's convinced that it's gotten any better. Uh, that's Bill Maher from HBO, and uh, I, it's interesting to hear that analysis coming from someone who's uh, pretty far left of center. Uh, Charmaine Yost is back with us, and she always uh, brings very interesting perspectives on things that we discuss. And, uh, Charmaine, I think that Bill Maher's onto something. Uh, we are, we are, we are programming our kids, whether we, whether we admit it or not, we are programming them and the Chinese communist party and a whole bunch of other people are more than happy to let them just wander into these kind of mindless domains online and just have their way with them. Well, you know, Kevin, it's interesting because I used to do politically incorrect that show that Bill Maher used to do before the one that he's got now. I used to do it a lot back in the mid-90s, I guess it was. And I always really liked it because it's always so interesting when you can find areas of agreement with somebody who's radically, coming from a radically different viewpoint. And so this clip really kind of caught my attention because Bill is one of those, I don't know if he'd even call himself a liberal. He's more of a libertarian probably, but, you know, pretty, pretty opposed to our viewpoint. But like this, you know, he's he's willing to be honest about social issues when he looks out there at the culture. And this one really, really grabbed me. They went on to discuss in the panel in particular about how the advent of social media has been so destructive for young girls with the this pressure to constantly have a camera in your face. Um, maybe it's a little bit sexist because there's a lot of toxicity for, for guys, too. But um but in particular, young girls being told that they have to look a particular way and act a particular way. I don't and, think that's sexist. You know, I think that, you know, women fight that if there were merely mirrors on planet Earth, they would be fighting that issue because of the way the rest of the culture responds to them. So I think it is a unique issue. And I think that you're you're dead on. Well, and honestly, Kevin, I you know, I think there's a real conversation to be had here. And you and I could probably talk for hours, given the fact that we're both parents of girls. And so we care really much about this issue. It, you know, I distinctly remember the point that they talked about in this in this clip where social media started. And I remember sitting on my couch, setting up my Twitter account with my with my kids when they were when they were younger. And I look back and I just think, you know, we had no idea, Kev, at the time what we were buying into. And I i mean, I was concerned at the time a little bit because we all knew about the problems of porn online. You know, the problems and the threats of, of the Internet in general were already something many of us were concerned about. But the unique challenges that have unfolded and that have been unleashed in our culture from the immersion into social media that teenagers growing up today have been subjected to, I think, is is a real challenge. And I don't think any of us have any real great answers to it. Now, I do think there is the argument that social media is kind of a modern marketplace. And in some ways, it's kind of the town square. Um, and I certainly am a big fan of what I'm seeing from Elon Musk so far. Uh, I'd be even a bigger fan if mine is among those 62,000 uh, suspended accounts that he's planning on giving amnesty to soon. Um, but I, I just I do think that we need a, a more robust conversation about it because the way that our public leaders are ignoring the TikTok issue, it's just crazy to me 
that uh, we're just we're just having such a free hand, letting them have such a free hand with it. Well, let me pick up on a on a kind of a small point that you made that I think is actually really important. You mentioned your son's Chromebook that he got at school. My yeah. son was given a full on MacBook when he went to high school for free, paid for by paid for by taxpayers. And I, you know, it's like. This is what makes it so hard for parents because, you know, neither you nor I are Luddite. You're making the point, like the technology that we are currently using right this very minute to create this to create this show is, you know, it's a tool. But it's like in terms of from a parenting perspective, the the tools are so pervasive. Just the fact that my son has that kind of access to a Mac is that's new even within my span of my older kids didn't have anything like that. So it's like it keeps evolving. It's warp speed and developing tools and structures and social norms that are healthy and helpful to young kids is lagging behind the warp speed pace of the technology. It's going to require a ton of intentional uh, focus from parents to be in front of it. And I don't even know that, that I'm fully up to the, to the challenge, but I'm, ho- I'm hoping to be. It's my prayer. Charmaine, we got to run, but I always appreciate your insights. Thanks for helping us think. Great to be with you. You too. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to FoxNewsBooks.com to pre order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. 
Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, so glad to have you with us and so glad to have Governor Mike Huckabee back with us, uh, especially since he's still beaming ear to ear. I just can't get him to stop smiling about the fact that his daughter's going to be the uh, next governor of Arkansas. I just, just cut it out, Gov. Stop. Stop smiling. It's it's uh, you, you, the rest of the company, uh, country didn't have quite as good a night as you guys did in Arkansas. Well, there's nothing I can say other than it was a wonderful night. But it's kind of interesting. Sarah is now finding that, as I tried to tell her, the real work is not the campaign. It's after you get elected, and then you've got to find, you know, a thousand people to put in all these slots to staff your uh, office. But she's prepared for it, and she's working hard, and she's already selecting some fantastic people. And every time I see the uh, people that she's putting around her, I'm thinking, smart smart choices she's gonna do well well speaking of selecting people um this week the democrats uh selected hakeem jeffries uh who i I believe his uh he's his the most famous thing that he probably had happened to him is that he uh he has had a brother i believe that was in serious trouble with the law and uh there's there's such great uh, color of uh, backstory and, and all kinds of things before he ever came to Congress. But now you've got a guy in, in Hakeem himself that actually denies uh, election outcomes. And this is now going to be the new Nancy Pelosi, the new leader for the Democrats in the Congress. I just find it amazing the Democrats have been screaming about that anyone who is an election denier is a threat to democracy, an enemy of democracy, and they just elected an enemy of democracy to run their party in the House of Representatives. So I don't think you're going to be hearing a lot about election deniers anymore uh, because they kind of lost their moral ground on that since Hakeem Jeffries has been not just once, but a repeated offender in this whole idea that the election of Donald Trump was uh, on the up and up. He has repeatedly said it was an illegitimate election. Trump really wasn't the president. 
And if that's not election denying, there's no such thing. I've said to people, look, I'm an election denier. I believe we have one every two years. So I don't deny we have them. I just sometimes (laughs) wonder if they're all completely uh, uh, legit. That's that's not denying the election. It's asking questions. But now that Hakeem Jeffries is the uh, House Minority Leader, welcome to the world of election denying and let's just make sure that we don't let them forget what he said my wife's been very flummoxed by this next story the biden administration has some pretty colorful characters in it uh one of which is a man posing as a woman who is supposedly an admiral and supposedly in charge of some sort of health uh concerns for the united states people uh but the, the the this other guy was part of the uh the nuclear team and I guess he his his job had something to do with um, you know tracking what our nuclear supplies were. But regularly wore stiletto heels, uh, appeared in, in official state functions where he would go and represent the U.S. Uh, in women's garb. Uh, and now he's been charged with stealing women's luggage at the airport. Governor, is this the party of John F. Kennedy and Daniel Poitier, Patrick Moynihan? They'd be rolling in their graves to think about this. Here's what's really bizarre about this particular individual. Uh, we can't even find out. He's been the, the agency has been asked repeatedly. The White House has. Is this guy still being paid by the taxpayers? And nobody seems to want to give an answer. All they will say is that he's is on leave. Well, his leave ought to be permanent. I mean, here's the interesting thing. This is not like oh, I accidentally picked up a bag that looked like mine. He didn't check a bag on the flight, and when he picked up that bag at the airport, the video camera show that he tore off the luggage tag that would identify who the owner was, and he then hurried out with a bag that he knew was not his or hers or its, however he wishes to be identified since he plays he's non-binary, whatever that's supposed to mean. But non-binary does not exempt you from being a petty criminal stealing somebody's luggage off the carousel at the Minneapolis airport. I find it to be true, Governor, that in the human experience, when you begin to deny deny objective truth, that over time there is really no such thing as truth. So if you say there is no ultimate truth, then there's no God, there's no right or wrong, and eventually it's what what I can yield in terms of power that's going to give me uh, what I want in life as opposed to what uh, you have or what you can exert against me. And I don't think there's a better understanding of this than watching the modern-day Democratic Party as godless and as um, kind of morality-free as they are. I mean, if, if you are the party that thinks there's nothing wrong in taking of innocent children's lives, if you have no uh, shame in your system to say that some of this stuff just isn't right, there's no way that you're going to think that taking someone's bag off a luggage rack is, is that big of a deal. Of course, it wouldn't be. And I think you make a very astute point that once you begin to deny that there is any such thing as objective truth, then there isn't any truth at all. Therefore, there's no God. But I will say this. The Democrats have a God, but the God that they created is a God of their own creation. And it largely is what was created rather than a creator. They worship the environment. They worship sexuality. They Mm -hmm. worship their own sense of importance and also emotionalism. And they do that at the expense of objective truth and a sense of personal responsibility. Why else do you justify having drag queen story hour for six and seven-year-old kids? What on earth does that do 
to enhance the educational experience of a five, six, or seven-year-old kid. Nothing. It's grooming. That's all in the world it is, and it's just absolutely amazing that people justify it. But they have no nerve endings to tell them that it's wrong. I mean, that's that's how dead they are in their in their sense of, of the right and wrong. Anyway, uh, what's on the Big Huckabee Show this weekend? We've got Matt Gates going to be on our show. I'll be asking him why he is uh, reluctant to support Kevin McCarthy, because I'm trying to figure out, okay, Matt, I've known you a long time. You're a good guy, but uh, not sure what the end game here is. So we'll certainly be talking about that. But also... Do the other Republicans have the courage to take office in January and really insist on some accountability that we must see in terms of our uh, public officials at the FBI, the DOJ and on the January 6th committee? So it'll be a fascinating conversation. Um, We have a big musical lined up tonight for Christmas. It's going to be spectacular. And uh, David McGee, the magician, is going to be with us. A really wonderful Huckabee show. I promise everyone to watch it. A little something for everybody, it sounds like. All right, uh, Governor, uh, we will talk to you again next week. Have a great one, and uh, thanks for being here. Always my pleasure. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. My final thought for the day next. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th. See Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. You know color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be What you need to know when you need it. Kevin McCulloch Radio. So glad to have you with us. And uh, I want to say a big thank you to uh, Michael Presser, who uh, just yesterday, uh, you know, he was with us earlier in the week, just yesterday concluded uh, the Creating the Magic event. That was a stunned, uh, silent uh, auditorium when uh, that particular actress right there, who is the lead uh, playing the witch in the uh, Broadway show Into the Woods, uh, you could have you could have heard a pin drop when she started her song because a thousand kids from different New York public cities, uh, New York City public schools, uh, had been bussed to the St. James Theater uh, right here in Times Square. And uh, they were they were put uh, they just had a, a great, great uh, like late morning uh, field trip. Uh, they got to see from behind the scenes with the uh, the instrumentalists and how sound effects are produced to the uh, business office and the guy coming out talking about uh, how they how they run the business of the theater to the uh, casting directors to the choreography directors to the uh, lighting they did a whole lighting demo of how they light the theater during the the particular show called into the woods which is the one playing at the st james right now and then they had a couple of performances one from an understudy and one from the uh, star of the show that you just heard and then when when they hit their last note like the ecstatic roar of those kids it was just it was just so heartening uh, because these are kids, many of whom uh, probably had never even considered the idea that they'd ever get to go see a Broadway show, much less be in a theater, much less have uh, the potential of maybe considering doing something about that uh, for a living. And uh, I want to say that uh, Michael's crew, they've been doing this for 40 years. And what a great, great um, uh, job. Inside Broadway is the uh, organization that Michael runs, and it was it was just a phenomenal event. More than a thousand kids uh, showed up for it. Uh, the whole Forty uh, Fourth Street was just covered in in yellow school buses, uh, but uh, they just enjoyed every minute of it. And Michael and his team are to be congratulated, and to be congratulated that they've been able to do this for forty years with uh, a lot of the um, more well known shows over the years, Lion King, Cats, etc. Uh, but uh, Into the Woods, the one that they are uh, doing this year, and what a what a great great great. Uh, time and experience it was big big fan of what they're doing there all right kevin mccullough listen tomorrow night on the salem news channel at 9 p.m i have got a a whale of a show harris faulkner is going to be with us uh the number one highest rated uh news anchor on the fox news channel 
Jody Benson, the original Ariel from The Little Mermaid. She's in a new thing called The Wing Feather Saga, which is released tonight, actually. She gives us a behind-the-scenes view of what's going on on the set of The Wing Feather Saga. Uh, we will speak with musicians uh, Keith and Kristen Getty, Ali Holcomb, uh, songwriter Andrew Peterson, producer uh, Chris Wall, and Lindsey Sterling, the little violin phenom that's climbing the charts in the New Music Spotlight. I told you, it's going to be an enormous show. You have to check it out. Radio Night Live, the OG, on the Salem News Channel. Just go to snc.tv, 9 p.m., snc.tv at 9 p.m., or download the app on any device. Kevin McCullough, have a great weekend. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. Um...